welcome to the podcast of Imago Day Community Eastside Gathering. Join us in this Sunday service as we look to the scriptures, seeking to be transformed into the image of Christ. Morning, Imago. What a time we've had already. Did my old school heart uh, well this morning to hear the hymns and, and the old spiritual connections, you know? Just, uh, anyway, just incredible what, what we have experienced thus far. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the worship that we've been able to experience. We thank you for meeting us here. Your grace and your mercy are new again. God, meet us uh, in the midst uh, of our study around your word and teach us this morning. In Christ's name, amen. I think the last, <clears throat> the last song was fitting. Um, that he is awesome, right? Uh, rolling into this scripture, um, first of all, it's about 20-something verses, and uh, I can't preach all 20. Um, I can, correction, I can preach all 20. But I won't, I won't, I won't do that. I won't. Because this, this scripture is just rich with the awesomeness of God. Um, uh, we see uh, God, his plan being revealed, right? Uh, and it's incredible because the plan is being revealed and we see uh, um, uh, God's plan revealed. We see the Christ child in place. Salvation is right there with them, right? And the Holy Spirit working starts to speak to the prophets, right? We see the whole Trinity of God at work in this moment, right? Moving this plan forward, right? It's, it's incredible. And I love to break down that plan. It's just fascinating, but I can't this morning. Um, uh, uh, we, we, we need to have some Bible studies around that. Uh, but, 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 but know that in the midst of this, we see all of the prophecies being fulfilled, right? Mary and Joseph go to the temple to fulfill the prophecy, right? To say, look, the law is not being abolished, right? It's being fulfilled in your eyes, right? Right there, they were living out the plan of God. And that, that's good news, right? in this story, uh, that, that, that the traditions were being upheld, the law was being fulfilled, and the prophecies were being true. Forty days after uh, your child was born, they were to go and be purified, your firstborn, and here they show up with Jesus, right, the Savior of the world. And uh, their offering was doves and pigeons, the offering of the poor, right? It wasn't a lamb, it was... It was doves and pigeons, right, to represent that not only was God present, but he had gone all the way to the bottom, right? And you were about to see his plan unfold, right? 
great, great news. And uh, uh, I hate to go through that so fast as a preacher, but uh, read that on your own. Like, like, what does all those prophecies mean and what's coming true and how is God, how is God showing up, right? He's showing up. In this particular scripture in two people, and I want to uh, take the time to, to talk about just three quick things that I, that I, that I, that I, I love about this. And uh, uh, it's one uh, from the words of Simeon and Anna, uh, Gentiles, uh, division uh, and redemption. I want to talk about those three things that 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 seem to stick out for me, uh, and I pray that I pray that you um, you see this scripture come alive in this. So Simeon, um, uh, a devout uh, prophet of the times, right? He is uh, he has been told by the Holy Spirit that he would lay eyes on the Savior before he died. So so they come up with baby Jesus, right? And they give him the Simeon as part of the ritual, right? He's holding now the savior of the world that he had been told he would see before he dies. And he sees this baby Jesus. He experiences him in his arms, right? And he says a couple things um, that I think are pretty, uh, pretty important to the story. One, he says, ah, this baby will be the light of the Gentiles, right? He's, look, 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 I got it. There had been no word from prophets for over 300 years, right? Like, like it went silent, right? No word from the Lord. If the, you know, imagine going in the temple. Is there a word from the Lord? Nope. Your entire life. Right? And, and here we are, baby Jesus coming in, and one of the guys, one of the, the prophets who the Holy Spirit had been speaking to, all of a sudden is speaking prophecy, right? He says, ah, in this baby is the light of the Gentiles, right? And, and I like that because it, it, it again, it again reiterates that Jesus has come to be the savior of the entire world. Right? Not just for the Jews, not just for those who were under occupation. It was important for them. But remember, Simeon says, oh, just be reminded that this, this Jesus, this child represents taking over the entire world. He is the light of the world, right? John says this too, uh, the light shined in darkness, right? That, that this scene is unfolding. And, and out of this, right, is, this, is this, this agenda that we call diversity, right? It's this, it's this agenda that God has come to bring everyone together. It is at the heart of who he is. He is the creator of everything. He wants it all working together, right? That's the heart of God. I've created it all, and it's all made to work in one incredible way to lift and bring glory to me. Huh? Right? That's what we see uh, uh, seeing. So, so in effect, it's in the, like, we are in the temple now. We are fulfilling all of the prophecies, and guess what? It's not going to stay in the temple. This thing is going to bust out of here, right? 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 That's a little contemporary adding to the, to the scripture that, 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 that this gospel wasn't meant to stay in temples, 
right? It was meant to bust out. It is the light of the Gentiles, right? And, and Simeon, Simeon sees that and announces that, that it will reach out to all those who are around the world, who are oppressed and who are waiting for these answers, right? Uh, uh, I don't know where the gospel got switched and we brought it back into the temple, but, but, but listen, this gospel is not to be hid in our churches. You know this, right? This is to be announced, right? This is only the place of gathering, right? To kind of get ourselves together and blow this thing out, right? Jesus didn't come to, to take up. He came to take over, right? There's a difference between taking up and taking over, right? You ever had anybody come visit you uh, and uh, they didn't just visit you, they took over your house? There's a difference, right? Somebody who just comes to visit you to take up, right? They, they get their space, they're, you know, they do things the way you want them to do. Somebody who takes over, man, his stuff is everywhere. Like, like you wake up in the morning, like, is this my house, right? Right? That's what Jesus came. He didn't can't come to do it how we wanted to do it. He came to take it over, right? Uh, we won't recognize the house once it gets out of here. Didn't come to take up. <laughs> so, 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 uh, I can't, I gotta slow down, but I don't want, I can't slow down. Um, I, I don't pick these verses. Rick picks these verses, 20 verses, right? Somebody give, send Rick an email, tell him to do five verses. <laughs> Leroy can't keep up. We see this going out to the Gentiles, right? Uh, we see uh, the profoundness of this gospel uh, as we read through the scriptures, right? We, you know, uh, Jesus says to the Samaritan woman, woman who starts to talk about Jacob's well, remember his words to her? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, the time is coming where it's not going to matter where you worship. Right? It what's gonna matter is that you worship me in spirit, right? And in truth. Right? Right? Jesus breaks down this 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 temple mentality, right? That they had then. And I think we might still have a little bit of that now. Uh, we picked that up from the gospels, right? We pick of all things to pick up, that's what we picked up, right? That's a whole nother sermon, sorry. This is the starting place. The announcement is to be made uh, in Jerusalem. The announcement is to be made, right, in Israel. The announcement is to be made under all the prophecies that went before, right? So that there is trust in who and God's plan and what he is revealing to the world, right? So so the fact that he comes in and, and he is with us in this space, right, is in effect, right, in the tradition of old, right? That uh, he meets with us, right? He dwells with us. He, he shows us who he is and then expects us to take that out. That's the tradition that God has chosen, not for us to keep it, but so that the announcement would move out from one place, his place, the church. Remember, Gentiles, this was so, this was, this was a big, giant statement. Remember the Gentiles to these folks, like we didn't, we didn't, we didn't talk to Gentiles. 
right? Our kids didn't play together, right? Uh, uh, they didn't touch Gentiles. Remember the, the Jericho Road? Like, it was against the law to touch. They didn't eat dinner, have a meal, have a cup of coffee. Well, wh- whatever they drink back then, right? <laughs> they didn't do that. Like, their diets were different. There was no common life with Gentiles. And here is the prophet saying, ah, Christ has come. This child represents a light to the Gentile world. It reached beyond them. It reached, it represented the outsider in their lives, even though they were oppressed themselves, right? There was this reach out beyond them that God wanted to do. The second thing Simeon says is he says that Jesus Jesus will divide things, right? That that there's going to be a division that happens. And some are going to love like this prophecy that Jesus is coming, and some are not going to be so happy. Right. This was the war Eric referred to last week. Right. Uh, Simeon says it'll be the rise and the fall at the same time. Right. Uh, uh, This is what Jesus has come to do. Right. Jesus will be good news to some. Right. Uh, uh, He will mean a loss of power to others. Right? Uh, uh, he, he has told us in uh, no uncertain terms that to follow him, we must what? Lose ourselves. Right? That's good news to some folks. That's not so good news to others. And he says this that uh, Jesus, this child, will reveal our hearts to us. This will not be an easy road. Jesus will become the litmus test, right, to whether we are true followers or not. Listen, I, I can't put this any more, any more, more clear than the scripture itself. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you or take your shirt uh, and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them too. Give to the one who asks you and do not uh, turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father in heaven. <sighs> Is that even in the scripture? Like, that makes me feel like I'm not even a Christian. Right? I, I, like, I don't know about you, but just, just that one little few little verses, like, like, it draws a line in the sand in my heart. Jesus came to take over. And he will divide. There's some parts of this scripture that we don't read on purpose. <laughs> Love your enemy. 
do good to those who hate you? Uh, by the way, uh, opposite message than the president of Liberty University, by the way, who told 18-year-olds to, to, to bulk, go buy a gun and get ready for these Muslims. That doesn't sound like this Jesus. I wonder if anybody read him this scripture. We ought to be finding ways to love, not arm ourselves. People are stealing from you, give more. The question sits there, are we going to follow him? Now, all of this is opening up around a guy holding a, like a 40-day-old 40 baby, right? And, and he's opening up the world, right? The Holy Spirit, man, is speaking, and Simeon is prophesying it out. And I would imagine right then and there, it's causing some trouble, as it probably still does in our hearts. Jesus will become the rejected stone, Peter says. The stone that causes people to stumble. He will reveal ourselves to us, to ourselves. And it's not pretty. Anna. Anna, this prophetess. sees this happening and goes over. Now remember, no prophecy for 300 years, yeah. over 300 years. She was faithful, right? A widow, a widow after seven years of marriage, and now it's 84 years later. And she has been praying and fasting in the temple Every day. Look who God reveals himself to. This faithful witness, right? This person of discipline, this person of prayer, this person also probably a second class citizen to the other prophets because she's a woman and she's a widow. She gets respect though because of her like tenacity. Her life was a witness in and of itself. Faithful in prayer, and now probably around 100 years old, she has been waiting. And it says, doesn't say much about her, just says that she talks about this child and talks of what? Redemption. Redemption. Huh? What's the word from Anna after so long? Ah, let me give a word to those who are waiting for redemption in, in Jerusalem. Those like me who've been alone. Those like me who are waiting on a word from the Lord. Those who are living underneath of it and, and have confidence that he will do what he says. Redemption, making things new. Redemption, this idea of freedom and this idea of purchase, right? 
That, that redemption is not empty. See, their redemption were based on, was based on stories of the past, right? They were living on stories that had happened generates thousands and thousands of years, right, right, right. They are talking about stories when God opened the Red Sea, right? My great, 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 like what? They are living this story based on what God had done. Redemption is not empty. It's confidence based on what God has done before. Remember the Red Sea, they would probably say, right? Remember when we crossed the Jordan, they would probably teach their children this this idea that he has done something before and we can believe that he will do something again. Has God done anything for you before? That you can believe in this moment in time that he will Redeem our time. I don't want to pick on my friend, but 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 I remember a couple years ago sitting in a living room with, with a friend who was diagnosed with cancer. And today we sit and uh, 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 he's been to Africa uh, again and, and now there's no sign. Like, like I can believe that God is going to redeem the times based on what he has done for my friend. Remember when God gave you those extra years when you had cancer? See, redemption is not empty. Redemption just causes us, we can believe in it when we look back and we see what he has done over time. I had no idea how I'm going to be a father and have a home and see God through our children sick and see him through us sick. And and here we sit waiting. Redemption. See how redemption, redemption is connected to that. The Old Testament idea of redemption. See, I love that Jesus comes and he connects the old to the new. The Old Testament idea of redemption, right, talks about uh, uh, this 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 uh, release from bondage, right? Uh, uh, a daily, like something in your daily life that you are relieved from. Uh, what we see in Micah six: I brought you up out of Egypt and redeemed you from the land of slavery. I sent Moses to lead you, right? That, that, that was an idea of redemption. This New Testament idea of redemption, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify us for himself, to people that are his very own. Jesus is bringing both of these ideas together. Redemption for us means a redemption of my soul, that I have been, you and I have been bought with a price, but it also means a freedom from bondage that your life itself, right, can get better. God says, I sent Moses to free you from slavery. Redemption takes up both of those ideas. Promise of the king redemption of our souls, and a redemption of all things. 
right? Uh, can I see that first slide? See, uh, I didn't understand this until I stood on this bridge in Nepal. And this is a river flowing through the center of Nepal. I want redemption for the souls of those people and for this. Where every day you walk outside and you bathe in filth. And you take that same water and you give it to your kids to drink when they're thirsty. See, redemption calls us to think about both of those things. God wants to redeem all things. Next slide. As it's not very clear here, but uh, can you go to the next slide also? Uh, it's a little more clear here. Now, as I was walking through the streets of Calcutta, and there are people lined on the streets. And for me, the clothesline, I took notice of. And then as I went closer, there was uh, a little place with some food and there were some blank old blankets rolled up and I realized, oh, all of these people lining the streets of Calcutta live right there. The homelessness, right? Like we have our own homeless problem here and you can experience this walking over the Burnside Bridge, right? But, 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 but here, like there were too many people to hide it, right? And, and and in Asia, there's so many people that the homelessness is what dictates the day. God, God wants to redeem this and promises to. I freed you from slavery and I sent Moses. is today I rescued you from these streets and I sent filling your name. This is, this is the revolution. This is why we're talking about a, 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 a rev revolution of generosity that calls for us to think about our giving, but it also calls for us to think about like how we redeem people and places. Redemption is something we wait for patiently. We look towards it. We pray for it. We sing about it. 
right? It needs to affect our everyday lives so that we stay focused, right? Uh, So that our energy and our longings go towards redeeming not only our own souls, but the world around us. Anna talks to those in the room who are staring at this this incredible baby Jesus is Redemption is coming. After 100 years, I can let you know it's coming. When Jesus stands uh, and he says, uh, the kingdom of God belongs to them. He's probably standing in a scene much like the streets of Calcutta, where most people live on the streets or in in, in tents and uh, at the edges of their lives. And he stands and he says, the kingdom belongs to them. That becomes offensive to some, but life-giving to others. As we come to this table today, I want like this question before you. What does redemption look like? What does it look like for me? And what does it look like for us together as a community to redeem everything? Black men locked up, women of color trapped in systems of trafficking, educational apartheid in our city, immigration policies that rip the life from families, refugees thrown out on the streets and not allowed to be our neighbors. Generous revolution calls us to join. You and I have great reasons to give to be generous during this Advent season. Restore, redeem, reconcile, return. Come to this table ready to give up your life so that the redemption of God can come alive. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your word. We confess when we're not following it the way you've way you laid it out. We ask your forgiveness. Have mercy on us. And as we come to this table to redeem our own souls based on what you have done, may that redemption not stop there. May it move from this temple out into the streets. Thank you, Christ. Amen. We 
pray that God will use this message to strengthen your faith and draw you into a deeper relationship with himself. If you're interested in hearing other sermons or want more information about the church, please visit our website at idceastside.com. Thanks for listening.